0: And most every one of those gives such forceful attention to those four words and it was night. That I almost get to feeling sorry for Judas's carrot. I've heard some messages in my life preached that honestly projected Judas as a victim of that heavy, dark, pressurized hour it was night a dark time. I've heard some message messages preached that worked on my emotion so much that I could almost feel the heaviness of that night and I would start to have quite a lot of consideration for the man by the name of Judas Iscariot and I think you know that could have uh, happened to most anybody if they were victims of such an hour and such a heavy concentration of evil. Was even possibly under the influence of heavy prophecy. You know, if we wanted to take the time tonight, we could um, take a trip through the Old Testament. This occasion didn't just happen. It was forecast. It was prophesied. And for your information tonight and for mine. There's not one tiny insignificant thing that ever happened. In the life of Jesus Christ. That was not foretold. Everything that happened to him. Every party, every individual, every movement, every organized effort, everything that ever happened in the life of Jesus Christ was minutely in detail prophesied. Not one thing transpired that was not touched, earmarked, prophesied, foretold in the Old Testament even down to the amount of money was received in exchange in the betrayal and when you consider all that and then you read here where it actually happened and took place, and just those four words, and it was night. It was quite an incredible night. But what has concerned me through the years. is that nobody no human being no created human being and let me let me qualify that just a little bit right now sometimes we like to put brackets around adam and eve and and make them extremely unique but I want you to know God created every one of us he created us in our mother's womb hell can't create life the devil and no part of hell's establishment can generate a human life. God's the giver of life. And he created every one of us in detail just exactly like he did Adam and Eve. All I'm saying is they don't have an edge on us. God tailor-made all of us as individuals. We do not think alike. Thank God we don't. (laughs) We don't have the same fingerprints. They've never found two human beings with the same Fingerprint or thumbprint. We're all uniquely tailor made by the Creator. He made us like we are. And I do believe that I can prove by the word of God tonight that not one of his cre of of his creation in the human family, not one was ever created to be a victim. You know, some of the heaviest theological studies that you can ever engage in is the theological consideration and study, and it can turn into uh, quite a discussion about predestination. You ever heard that discussed? Did you ever read anything about it? false prophet told me not too long ago he said I know you don't believe in predestination I said you don't know any such of a thing I said yes I do I said we just don't believe it on like terms I believe in the predestination of the church this church was no accident This church is no afterthought of God. It's not a reaction. This was God's plan all the way. God loves this church. You know it's a marvelous thing to know that our God is not a reactionary God. Oh, I get nervous when I'm around reactionary people. That's the kind of people that lose their composure. In Southeast Texas, that's the kind of people that those Southeast Texans say they just lose it. God is not a reactionary God. God is a God of action. is the one that's reactionary but our God is a God of action and by his knowledge his actions are way God gave every human being a fair chance you can go all the way back to the early verses of the book of Genesis and God tailor-made humanity to be achievers. He tailor-made us to win. He never created us to fail. He never created us to be a disappointment or a letdown to ourself or to anybody else let alone to him. He made us for victory. He made us to do good. He made us to have dominion over every other thing that he made. Amen. You and I have had a distinct honor and privilege in our times in this world in seeing knowledge and technology expand so rapidly. You know that's quite an incredible thing that that I traveled between three and four thousand miles today. And I'm here in church just feeling excellent. You know, there was a time Earlier in this century when men looked at birds that would soar through the air and they said, Why can't we do it? And God's never made a bird yet that can stay up with what I've done today. We're out doing the birds. We're outdoing the fishes of the sea. God made us to be achievers, to excel, to do good, and to be beneficial to His cause and to one another. He never made one human being to fail or to be some kind of victim. And I'm telling you again tonight, I've heard so much in my life that draws so much attention to those four words. And it was night until I almost get to feeling sorry for Judas. And I thought, man, I'm glad it was him and not me. Because... I've almost been influenced in my thinking even when I was a youngster. That if it hadn't been him, and I'd been a victim of such an incredibly dark night, maybe I would have been the one. That's not true. I'm telling you there is no validity to that. There's no theology and no accuracy to that. Judas Iscariot was not a victim. It was night. It was a dark night. It was a night of destiny. I believe it was a darkness as the Bible sometimes describes that you could almost feel the darkness but he's still not a victim occasions present opportunities That fits your mood. You and I are living in a dark hour. But you're not a victim of the times. You can be victorious just as easy as you can be a victim. You take most any given Friday night in my city and probably any other city. If a guy, if a man has the right mood, he has most times finished his week of labors, he got paid. Ooh, that's a good feeling to get paid. Do you like to get paid? I had a boss walked up to me one time. I was working for Continental Can. Converting paper. He walked up to me one night. And I mean, he come down hard on me. He said, you know what? He said, I've concluded that all you're here for is a payday. I just uh, let it soak in good. And I thought, you know, that guy's pretty bright. He's a rather bright man. That's what I'm here for is payday. When, when he settled down a little bit, I turned around and looked at him. And, and I said, and you, why are you here? He said, I guess I'm here for a payday. I said, you know, you and I are here for the same reason. know of anybody that just works hard for a company for the fun of it. (laughs) Average person thinks he might get a little something out of it, you know. But in Beaumont, Texas, on any given Friday, the week is finished. A lot of these people, they get paid. They've got money in their pocket. And at a certain time of that late afternoon as evening takes hold of the day it starts to get dark and that darkness will accommodate whatever mood you've got a family man he'll say wow finish the week I've got some money in my pocket, this would be a wonderful evening, to get close to my wife, pull Johnny and Sally in, do a cookout at home, or either go to a fine restaurant, kind of celebrate working hard all week. There are other guys in that town, they're in a mood, they're saying, you know what? Wife's over at her mother's, this would be an excellent evening for me to cheat on my wife. The same evening, the same darkness, will accommodate your state of mind. You're not a victim. Nobody's a victim. But the state of mind, your mood, the time, the darkness, the occasion accommodates what you wish to do. I I highly doubt anybody is here tonight because you got to be here. It's a Friday evening. We could be anywhere we want to be. I could be anywhere I wanted to be. Nobody held a gun on me and made me come. I'm glad about being here. It's a dark hour, and here I am with God's people worshiping Him, celebrating with Him, magnifying His name. My soul has been refreshed. I took advantage of the occasion Yes. I heard a preacher public speaker not long ago drawing attention to this trying to take some of the heat off of Judas said man you know that had to happen it was a dark night a night of destiny a night that heavy theological prophecy was weighing down on him a victim but you know what on that same occasion that same heavy thick black night there was one of those disciples that said you know this would be a wonderful time for me to lay my head over on his breast the same night that Judas used to betray him there was another one that used it to get closer to him to start developing a good, intimate relationship over and beyond. I pointed out to you just moments ago this gentleman laid his head over on his bosom and some of these other fellas that felt a little bit on the outside even like they'd like to know what's at hand and what's going on, rather than moving up close, rather than being intimate with him, they said, you check it out for us. We're going to play it a little neutral here. I mean, we want to be numbered. We like to be included, but but we don't want to do overkill on it. No need in getting too mushy here. We'll keep the relationship a little more professional. John said, "You go ahead and do it any way you want to." I'm going to lay my head on his bosom. Now what I want you to understand, I do believe there was destiny in the air. I believe there was a heaviness there, but nobody was a victim. Judas could have moved that close just like John did. But he took the occasion to be at his worst. I want to take the occasion to be at my best. And I want to get as close to him as I can get. I want a relationship like I've never had. I want
1: to I've never loved him. I want to consecrate
0: like I've never consecrated. I want to be right up close to him. Yes, amen, amen.
1: Hallelujah.
0: The dark night accommodates The mood jury, and I still like to put my arm around that girl and pull her up close. Makes my eyes get bright. You go cheat on your wife all you want to. I'm going to get close to that girl of mine. It's a time to enhance the relationship. It's a time to whisper. It's a time to talk about things. That's nobody else's business you mind your business and i'll mind my business but i know what to do with the night time it's not a time to cheat it's not a time to run out it's not a time to let down it's a time to get close it's a time to pull together it's a time to be everything
1: that god wants us to be oh hallelujah Praise Jesus. Yes, yes.
0: I picked up a, a periodical not too long ago. And I'd like to give credit to the man that was the author of this periodical in the United Pentecostal Church It's old brother McClintock. talk I don't know as I've ever read anything the man published that I didn't get something fantastic out of it I thought I had found an article that wasn't going to tell me too much because I'd already come pretty far through the article and was nearing the end and he told a little story I believe it happened up in the state and as we would call it the district of Illinois he had attended Organizational meeting that generated a crowd of ministers. Brother McClintock said that one of his old buddies walked up to him. A man that never left his town, never was invited out to preach just pastored his church and stayed close he said this gentleman walked up to him and said brother mcclintock i realize that you go all over the united states and you're in all these different districts and settings and he said i'm just here with my church and he said i hear all kind of stories he said i hear that everybody's going liberal And he said, I hear all kind of scary stories that come to me. And he said, I'm just kind of like a victim of rumors. And he said, you're my friend and I believe in you. And I know you've been on site. You've been there. And he said, now I want to know what's going on. I thought it was the most incredible answer I have ever heard any human being give. I went home to my church after I read this article and I preached a message about it. I was so moved. Brother McClintock said, Yes, I go here and there and I see and hear a lot of different things. And he said, To answer your question, as best I know how he said you know the winners just keep on winning and the losers just keep on losing I don't believe that even did you like it did me hey that moved me it just doesn't matter how dark it gets it doesn't matter how much pressure there is it doesn't matter what they're doing over here or over here or up there the winners they keep on winning and the losers they keep on losing it doesn't happen with the intensity of the darkness it has to do with your mood If a pastor and if a church wants to get liberal, man, you have found a good time. If you want to get liberal, there's a lot of folks getting liberal. But you know, if you want to tighten up, and intensify your consecration and your commitment and your dedication. It's a wonderful time to just nudge right on up to the Lord and find out exactly what He wants you to do and find out what He wants you to be and I want you to know He will accommodate your mood with power and victory and He'll help you win and be everything that you want.
1: To be. Oh hallelujah Oh hallelujah.
0: for the liberal minded your day has finally come that's right man if you want to be liberal well you'll have a lot of buddies it's a good time to go liberal if you want to go crazy we'll go crazy if you want the mind of christ it's a good time to have the mind of christ if you want a holy church it's a great day to have a holy church if you want a revival it's a great day for revival let the lord Time, a dark hour accommodates whatever you want to do. You know, in the winter time, down in Southeast Texas, when the days get short, y'all you know, meet people that hate daylight savings time when you've been through as much as I've been through and you start getting old as I am you like all time I like any kind of time if the days are long I like those if they get short I like those But down in Southeast Texas, when those days get short, they get dreary. They get cold. See, there's a lot of religious people right now talking about the world being cold. Real cold. Coldness in the world. Coldness creeping into the church. There's nothing more of it going to creep in then you got a mind for Southeast Texas when those days get short ooh I love to come in and lock the door lock all that coolness out turn that heat up get close have good intimate family time. God bless me with two little old girls and two boys. I love pull those girls up close to me and tell them how much I love them. I don't care how cold it is out there, man. It's warm inside, and it makes the warm even more wonderful. Oh yeah. I'm going to tell you what. I, I like a house. I like to keep it warm down where you're actually living in the family room upstairs where we sleep. I like it cold. I like snuggling on that cover. <laughs> pull that thing, pull that cover up around you close and and, and generate some heat. It'll make you sleep, my friend. You don't have to give in to to the setting. You don't have to give in to the coldness. You don't have to give in to, to what's normal in the world right now and what hell's trying to generate. You don't have to give in to these people that's going the wrong way. Hey! hey let me tell you something god loves us and we're not victims he wants us to be victorious and he'll give you revival like you've never had in all your days Do you know what? There's some people that's been telling me for years. See, that thing about Judas catches on fire. And I mean, I've had exposure to some pulpit public speaking that tries to make me feel like that all of us are victims of prophecy. Victims of our times. I can read you some prophecy right now that'll knock you dead. I mean, it'd be worse than a sawed-off shotgun. I think for just the sake of spicing this up, I'll hit you with some of it. (laughs) This is incredible. I'm liable to get to crying. 2nd Timothy, 3rd chapter. This know also that in the last days. Does anybody here think we might be somewhere in the last days? Well, here's what you're in store for. Perilous times. Man, I've heard some preachers that can hit that word perilous to where it just grinds a hole in my heart. Perilous times. I mean, it's terrible. Shame! For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful. You know, it's not been so long ago that I kept being pressed and pressed and pressed for answers about this terrible revival of homosexuality. I had a kid trying to come to our Christian school the other day, 16 years old. This boy is six foot tall, a a rather uh, stately looking young man. And he told me out of the, the top high school of Beaumont, he said, Brother Treadway, it would blow your mind at the homosexuals in that school. He said, it is terrible. And, and when I've been pressed with that issue through the years, I reach back to that first chapter of Romans and I'm going to tell you what. I'm afraid that that revival is accentuated and becomes heavier through a spirit of unthankfulness. When you're unthankful, you can befall or can fall to be a prey to all kinds of spirits of perversion. And sometimes it'll fall on your offspring. We got a revival of that going on in this land right now that is totally beyond your imagination it's a terrible thing unthankful unholy without natural affection truce breakers false accusers incontinent furious despisers of those that are good traitors heady high minded lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God All of that has to do with these last days. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women this is an age for silly women oh my god I better save this till I get back home you know I had a quite a big split off from my church five years ago and I was about halfway through that thing before it dawned on me that every man that walked into my office was led out of that church by his wife if there was ever a time that men need to be men and ladies need to be ladies we do not have to be victims of what's going on in this world we don't have to be victims of this day and of this prophecy we do not have to be ever learning never able to come to the knowledge of the truth it's quite a a heavy load of prophecy I've heard that preached when I thought my God why have I got to be living in this day why couldn't I have lived either earlier or later or something you know Why why you got to live right now? But God never intended for us to be victims of that. If you can take what I'm about to show you without any kind of an emotion, I wouldn't even know what to think about you. I want to show you something that could totally change our whole outcome for the times we live in when this first was opened up to me it stayed on my mind and it still does but I have never had anything to move me so intently I was hearing a man just hammer on this and hammer and was drilling and pounding. I can show you some more prophecy. I'm just going to have mercy on you and not preach so long tonight. But I got off by myself. I said, God, you know, this is a terrible prophecy. It's your word and it's still, it's so negative till I don't like to preach it. really it just upsets me and I'm telling you I can hardly stand it right now before he ever said one negative thing notice what he said This no all so now it's not too late for you to think, is it? (laughs) Could anybody around here tonight help me with my English a little bit? I'm not too good with it. What does the word also mean? In addition to. It meant I've already told you something. And this negative stuff here is just an also. I told my wife the other day I wish we could have another baby. If we could have another baby, I wouldn't care if it's male or female, I'd name it also. (laughs) Lord, have mercy. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days. You talking about revival? There's revival for our day. And all of that negative stuff is afterwards. That's the also.
1: My, my. You want to I'm gonna have
0: revival you can give into the perilous time I'm gonna have revival I'm not gonna be a victim I'm gonna be a victor I'll have revival and victory for my generation Just keep standing if the musicians wish they can come. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. When God started dealing with me about this just a few days ago, vision this church out of the darkness out of a night time that's heavy under the destiny of prophecy perilous times unthankful times unnatural affections a form of godliness but denying the power people going liberal but out of the dark shades of this night there's a man of God here with his wife that's led a church victory like we're celebrating the liberal can just go ahead and get more liberal I'm going to turn up enough heat to accommodate the coldness. We want healing. We want miracles. We want the Holy Ghost. And we want a genuine old-fashioned holiness. I mean
1: a real genuine heartfelt, heart-dedicated holiness. Come
0: on, everybody, let's give the Lord a big praise offering with our hands. Amen. You know how I'd like to close this out tonight? How many of you, while Judas goes on with his betraying, how many of you'd like to step right down here to the front and say, I want to get up closer to him than I've ever been? I want his warmth to warm me. I want to be close enough to him that he will impart to me what's going on and keep me cool and collected in my thoughts. I don't want this times to upset me, but I want an intimate closeness with God that will make me know what's going on in my life. Oh hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Take this whole world, God give me Jesus. And take this whole you can take this whole world I won't turn back no 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 I won't turn back just take Oh, I won't turn So you can take this whole world me Jesus Hallelujah. Hallelujah.